Now, let's look at the technical analysis. Apple's broken above their range bound over the last couple of days and over the last couple of weeks. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey, this is Alex, and you're tuned into the Market Adventures Podcast. It's Monday, December 28th, and I hope you had a magical holiday, no matter what you celebrate. Today, we'll talk about one of our favorite companies, Apple. Is Apple really getting into the electric vehicle industry? Is it fact or fiction? Is it news or just rumor? Today, we'll talk about whether or not Apple's electric vehicle move would be smart for Apple, and how does it affect us as investors? Should we be buying or selling the stock? What are some of the key traits that successful investors have in common? Can you learn to develop the skills and traits it takes to become a successful investor and entrepreneur? Well, to find out the answer to all these questions, Consider supporting the show by purchasing my Stock Market 101 course. If you love the show, you will love this course. As a student, you will unlock the potential for healthy long-term returns. You will learn how to beat inflation or the rising cost of living, earn additional income, and build equity, the vehicle of the wealthy. You will also get a personal investing plan template to help you design your strategy as well as a number of other education resources. Search GUM dot co slash learn stocks that's gum dot co slash learn stocks or click the link in the show notes if you'd like to show your support now if there's anybody who could crash into this market and get it done it's apple i mean apple has the resources to get pretty much anything it wants done uh, as a tech company now it is generating more than 70 billion dollars in free cash flow every year. And before the pandemic, besides Berkshire Hathaway, they had one of the biggest cash piles just sitting there, hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars sitting there. They were never in danger during this pandemic. So of all the companies that are listed on New York Stock Exchange, of all the companies that are in America, Apple, on the planet, Apple is the one company that can really actually do this, right? Stretch themselves even more thin than they've already done over the last couple of years. I mean, it's risky. Yet when I say stretching themselves thin, it really is a risky, risky bet, creating another new arm for their business, but they can afford it. Let's look at the last couple of years, right? Apple TV, Apple Fitness Plus, Apple Studio headphones, their own in-house um, processors, their chips, their M1 chips for their laptops and PCs. Apple's been doing a lot over the last couple of years to essentially cut out relationships with other companies and increase their profit margins. 
right? So they cut out Intel, Intel's chips from their laptops. They're making their own chips. They now cut out a supplier. They've increased their profit margins, right? That's a big, big bet on themselves. They canceled their relationship with Beats headphones, created their own headphones. They created Apple Fitness Plus to break into the fitness space. They ended up partnering with Peloton, but before the Peloton uh, partnership was announced, it was it was seen as a threat to that fitness space as well. Apple TV, its own streaming platform, and I mean many others. Apple loves innovation, which is a good thing. It's a great thing for investors. But now when you add something else into the mix, though it can be scary for people to really look at, if anybody can do it, it's going to be Apple. Now, with their 30% tax on access to their app store, they've been taking on some, I would say, some giants in their space. So I know Facebook has been ranting about how Apple's new iOS updates are kind of... Um, slowing down the data that Facebook can get or the access to Apple's customer base. And they've been fighting it out. But Apple's really not afraid of anybody. They're not afraid to ruin any relationships because they've got such a big hold on their fan base. And they have one of the largest fan bases on the planet. So everybody wants access to Apple, which allows them to make their own rules. Does this happen in the car space, though? Would Would this be the same thing if they broke into electric vehicles? Well, more than likely, I mean, Tesla has a cult-like is building its own cult-like following. I mean, me personally, I'm part of it. I mean, I love I love Tesla cars. I don't own them myself yet, but that's my that's one of my dream cars, right? I love love Tesla. I love the company. The company's become an idea more than it's become a product. So, I don't think Apple really wants to take on Tesla. Right, and, and here's one of the reasons why I think one, I don't really think this is gonna happen, but two, if it does happen, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good battle and Apple's really the only other company that could take it on. Great financial success starts with two skills goal setting and saving. That's where digit comes in. The one app for all your goals. Digit helps you save, invest, pay off debt, and prevent overdrafts. With Digit, guiding money to your goals each day, you'll reach them faster and feel at peace along the way. Search thesavings.club. That's thesavings.club. Or click the link in the show notes. You'll get a free $5 to get your savings started. First of all, this news, this rumor has been in the news for years. I mean, it's it's come up time and time again. I know Apple's partnering with this company, Apple's partnering with that company, work on their self-driving model to work on their design, to work on their batteries. They've been doing a lot of, uh, or essentially the news has been spilling out a lot of information about this so-called Project Titan, about them working on their um, their electric vehicle by working on parts over the last couple of years. Even if they drop a car, you know, by 2024, just because they drop one car doesn't mean that they can afford to mass produce it and to show profitability over the next couple, you know, over the next decade with their cars. So that's the one thing. It, again, it's been rumored for years. There hasn't been any actual production or any actual um, designs released by Apple themselves. 
it's all been hearsay. And obviously, the stock market loves hearsay. So what happened when the news came out? Apple ran up 5 6 7%. So I mentioned before you don't want to take on Tesla. Because Tesla has become an idea, right, and not just a product, it's tied to Elon Musk um, loosely now, but still tied to him. But Tesla somehow is tied to SpaceX and other ventures that have nothing to do with Tesla itself. But because Tesla is more than the car, it's very hard to take on Tesla when it comes to innovation. Tesla, like I said, is building their own cult-like following. When Apple comes in, it'll already have its following. But now you're competing in a market for electric vehicles where Tesla is not like a Ford, where they'll just sit down and roll over. They're constantly improving, even though they right now have no competition, right? Tesla is constantly working on their batteries, their mileage, their designs. They're working on things as if they they already have competition and they don't have any. So even if Apple were to burst in, they're now putting pressure on somebody who's putting pressure on themselves. I think that's a, I think that's a scary competitor to really try to take on head on. Maybe if Apple partnered with Tesla and did something where you know, they helped improve the self-driving technology or help fund it, something. But I don't think they should take on Tesla. But again, it doesn't matter what I think, right? I mean, Apple can, tr- can truly afford to take a leap like this. Now, Elon Musk already reported, uh, I think he responded to someone's tweet about one of the batteries. He's a legitimately a rocket scientist. I mean, of all the CEOs out there of companies, if there's any CEO or anybody at the head of the ship that actually does what his company does, it's Tesla. I mean, it Musk is literally a rocket scientist. All his companies, he is actually working on designs with his own hands. So when he saw things about Apple resurfacing this EV news, there's even a tweet about him commenting on the type of battery that they had, um, that the rumors had said that Apple was trying to develop, and he just basically said, hey, that's impossible. Like, we have the best battery out right now, and scientifically, it's very difficult to make it in that kind of a space with that much efficiency. Um, and if you're going to trust anybody's scientific comments, it's probably going to be Elon Musk as it pertains to electric vehicles, his rockets, his SpaceX, and things like that. Now, the Electric vehicle thing has nothing to do, in my opinion, we shouldn't even be focusing on that. I mean, yeah, it'll get some hype. It'll get the public, uh, other retail investors to put money into Apple for that reason. But what you and I should be focused on is the fact that Apple continues to focus on developing in-house supplies, right? Cutting out the middleman and taking more control over their supply chain increases their profit margins, which for us as investors is wonderful news, right? Every earnings, we're expecting the earnings to keep going up, not because they're making more money, but because they're also spending less money, right? And that's one of the keys. They can go up in two ways, earn more or spend less, both of which are great for investors. The next thing is Apple is constantly trying to disrupt industries and trying to find another other ways to give products to a supply base without the customers having to leave Apple to get what they want. So like I said, they added streaming through Apple TV. They've already had Apple Music. They already had Apple Podcasts. Now they've added fitness to the Apple community. So now you don't have to leave the Apple. um, You don't have to leave 
the App Store or Apple to find the fitness that you want to do. Everything they're trying to do, they're trying to make sure you have to go through Apple, which is good. Um, it's you know it doesn't bode well in their uh, anti you know their anti monopoly conversations with the SEC and other governments. It's not going to go over well in those conversations, but for investors, that's wonderful because Apple continues to have this this storage of cash because they're spending so much less money by allowing their customers to go through them for all their products. Now, let's look at the technical analysis. Apple's broken above their range bound over the last couple of days and over the last couple of weeks. Right? They were range bound for a while. They finally broke above it. The volume wasn't great, but it was also a holiday holiday week. So we weren't expecting volume to be too high, but all the moving averages are all pointing up now. We're also getting higher highs and higher lows on the chart. The RSI, the Relative Strength Index, which is an indicator that shows uh, momentum in the stock, it's not overbought, which means it's not, you know, doesn't have too much, too much steam on it, which means it has some room left to grow. The weekly MACD, which is a, another momentum indicator that you can put on your chart. Uh, the weekly MACD is turning over, which means the um, the momentum started to move to the upside. And the call to bid the call to bid ratio is in the favor, which means there's there's more calls going at the ask, and there's more calls than puts being put in at the market. So that's also a good thing, which means people are willing to pay the ask for, or, or since I should say, there are more uh, interactions happening closer to the ask, which means people are willing to buy uh, options at a higher price, right? Which means they're more than likely buying it and not selling it, or else we'd see the more action at the bid, right? So we're seeing more action at the uh, ask for the calls, and the calls are significantly higher than the puts by volume. So we're seeing a lot of bullish sentiment around just the fundamentals, but also we're looking at the technical analysis as well. We had some good news about the stimulus stimulus bill as well. So Apple does look good when it comes to a technical and a fundamental standpoint. Uh, this is not advice to buy or sell insecurities, but given all the news, we can just scrap all that EV nonsense and let's look at some like actual proven Apple progress over the last couple of weeks and months. Apple looks really, really good to me. Hey, if you didn't know, we're on Amazon Music now. So if you haven't, try listening on the go with hands-free listening powered by Alexa for iOS and Android devices. Just say, hey Alexa, play the Market Adventures podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave a feedback in the form of a five-star review. And be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening today. And remember, don't ask for security. Seek adventure.